Hello, everyone. <laughs> Feels so weird to be doing this again. Oh, it's so nice. It is good. It's, it's been a long time coming. And it's been weird because I think we've been inspired and keep being inspired but kept leaving it. It's oh, yeah, I've been putting it off for so long. And it's difficult because I've wanted to do something for so long, but not known like which the path, what the right path is, and things like that. But I think this just seems the right thing to do. I think because we've already began before, and also just talking, and obviously with us talking together, it's something we do all the time. We're like, oh, we should make a podcast out of this conversation. But to actually do it is just it just feels right, doesn't it? So. It does. The amount of conversations we've had, and I thought oh, we should really be recording this. And it's and it's so nice to actually be doing that again. Yeah, it is really good. So on this week's episode, we are going to talk about worthiness because over the last two years since we, I think it's been two years, a year? I don't know how long we've stopped recording the it's podcast. It's a good two years nearly because really? it was before we moved here. Wow. Yeah, so mm. we've been gone a long while. But within that time, a lot has happened, like, with a lot of things and um, careers, life, jobs, wait, careers and jobs, same thing, um, just everything in general, a lot's changed. And I think some of the reason why we stopped the podcast was down to worthiness. And we wanted to explore that topic a bit more. And also it come, it's a topic that comes up a lot. And I think everyone can probably relate to that at some point in their lives. And I think when you're striving for something like a career or even relationships and things, sometimes like your worthiness comes into it quite often. And to actually get something big, you do have to really go out there and test your inner belief system. Because if you don't, then you'll hold yourself back. And it's something that I've had to do a lot. And I'm sure I'll have to keep doing. And I know you have too. So yeah, this week, we're going to explore worthiness and what that means to us and what that means to um, everyone else. It's quite interesting that you say that actually, Liv, because I'm just realising how you're viewing worthiness compared to me and you're looking at it. I'm not saying in in total. What I'm, what I'm feeling is, is that you are looking at it from big career ambitions and things like that. And then my my view of it this last week has been more about everyday life, like just managing myself on mm. not because of big goals that I've got. So it comes into everything for me by sort of getting in spiritual growth and learning about how to create your own reality and things like that. I've realized how you feel about yourself every day is massively important. And I self-sabotage myself every single day with basic things like whether I get out of bed when the alarm goes off and whether I dress nicely and and it's all letting these little things come in and the way I eat. I know if I eat in a healthy way, it makes me feel amazing and I feel really good about myself and I feel great in my clothes and that that zesty feeling that you get when you feel good is there. But when I don't look after myself, that self-worth goes out the window. I don't get to feel good mm. so it comes into even the micro the minuscule things we do each day mm-hmm. that yeah. self-worth of whether I'm worthy of looking after myself so it, it comes it goes across the board yeah definitely so we've got a quote here which we wanted to discuss um which is on the topic so I'll start with the first one the universe gives us only what we think we are worthy of receiving I'll say it again the universe gives us only what we think we're worthy of receiving 
So mum found this quote. Do you want to elaborate on how you found it? Well, the last week or so, I've really been struggling with self-sabotage, like I said, on basic everyday tasks and just eating stupidly and then hating myself and then doing it again and again. And I'm still not over it, if I'm honest. Mm -hmm. Still doing that. And only a few, like a month or so ago, I was in a very different place and I was looking after, because I have diabetes, so it's really not just from how I feel physically and how I feel I feel in my clothes. It's also really important for me because of my health. And I'm really scared. I wake up in the night at the moment thinking, you're not doing what you should be doing. And then I just do it all over again. Yeah. And then I saw two, it's like as if the universe has been putting these in front of me this week, saying these worthy quotes, which is the one you just read out. And it really spoke to me and I thought about people who do go say to the gym or they do eat well when I see people like that I see them having this self-respect and self-worth and I thought oh my god that's so true mm-hmm. they they feel they're worthy so the so it makes sense that if I feel worthy enough to look after myself I can get my zesty feeling back and feeling great in myself and it was just like a light bulb moment and then I saw it again on my phone and I was like oh something's trying to tell me something yeah yeah it is interesting I think especially with eating I'm obviously different to you I don't have diabetes but that whole trying to eat healthy to be good to yourself is so difficult because you go to bed think you're probably having a rubbish day of eating healthy foods to feel good and then you think right tomorrow that's it I'm going to eat healthy because I feel like rubbish now and then you wake up in the morning and you have I mean I do anyway I wake up in the morning and maybe I'll like have something early on that I wasn't supposed to and then I'll just have that whole self-sabotage thought of right that's it I'm just gonna eat the chocolate bar and all that like overindulging that stuff that I don't necessarily need because I think I've done it now I might as well just go for it so anyway I think um yeah it is hard it is difficult when you are self-sabotaging and it definitely does relate to self-worthiness um and yeah and then so the other quote was which is very very similar and it was only to see like a different perspective on the same quote was the universe gives us everything we only take what we deserve mm. and that makes sense to me too because it's all there to be for the taking isn't it mm-hmm. I think that one I relate to more and it, it speaks to me more because I think it shows abundance and like the universe is looking out for you like the universe has your back but it's us that's blocking it. And it's the same with like law of attraction and stuff. Like the universe is giving you the opportunities. You're just having to align yourself with accepting them and bringing them into your reality. Like whether that be like you want to, I don't know, um, meet a boyfriend. Like the universe is giving you all these different opportunities of people that maybe you're working with or passing in the street. But are you, if you're not ready to align with meeting them, the opportunity won't come to meet for you to meet them maybe like Mm -hmm. as an example um and that might not be down to your worthiness that might just be down to you know you're not ready for that particular moment yet but i think that quote the one that says the universe gives us everything gives more abundance in the world and is a bit more positive on that um and we only take what we think we deserve which is true yeah i think like there is definitely moments in life like you're saying about like going to the gym and stuff like we only take what we think that we actually should have because starts at how we view ourselves yes definitely i feel i really would like to do a workshop or get a group of people together and because i struggle with my confidence and fear i'm so scared to make a fool of myself i Mm -hmm. 
don't feel worthy enough to just take the step and just do it when really the universe, I'm sure if I put something out there and said, right, here's a little workshop, who wants to come? The right people, A, would be attracted because why would the universe want to do something to me to knock my confidence, especially in the beginning? Mm But it's like I've got all I can see is people arriving who just go, right, you know, just a load of rubbish. Mm-hmm. And why? Why would they waste their time why would and money I to think, do that? Yeah, why would I think that? But I do. And that, and then I'm like, oh, no, I'm, who am I? Stay small, yeah. stay small, stay hidden. Do not come out, you know, and hide. And really, I feel everybody's got so much to offer in their own right. But and it's, it's also funny how some you would say that about yourself because it's you, but an outsider's person looking in would think but you've got so much to offer because mm. we've spoke about other people that have said this before and from an outsider's perspective you look at them and go like wow if I was you I'd have all the confidence yeah. in the world because you, I think you're amazing but you as yourself you just have so much doubt and don't believe in yourself and so it is interesting because I think about like us with the podcast and stuff more obviously to do with me and I think oh no one really wants to hear that like I, I hold, hold it back because I think oh like so many people are doing this now and like, everyone's got a fucking podcast like everyone you feel as if like oh no one wants to hear another person talk about this sort of stuff but then realistically like no one has to no one has to listen to this podcast. Everyone's here because they want to listen to it and the same way they'd come to the podcast, the workshop if they wanted to. And so why not? Like, why not let people make that choice? It's only, it's only you're doing a disservice to everyone by not sharing your voice and your opinion on things and people can take what they want and, and it might inspire them or they can leave what they don't want. And so that's really a message for myself because as I'm saying this, I'm like, yes, I should listen to this. It's amazing how we know something on a mind level, but can't live it yes so and also what you're saying about we have a friend and they're amazing and you can see that they hold themselves back a bit and it's so frustrating for us because we're like oh my god just be you we love you so much and be more because we need to see more yeah and we were only just talk- we were only talking about that the other day, weren't we? Saying why do they do that? Because they're amazing, and it's like they're just being apologetic in a way. And and you you what you wish for them to be them full, illuminating light, but we can't do it ourselves. It's yeah, so strange. It's so strange. <laughs> also, another thing to add about uh, worthiness is um, obviously with the whole the universe gives us everything, and we need to give back. Sometimes people could argue about the fact that the universe has given a negative thing, which in obviously nothing's wrong or right but let's say for extreme purposes like world wars and things like that and a lot of people might argue that don't just agree with that maybe don't believe in a higher power oh but the world's out to get us and all that sort of stuff and to be honest they've got very good reason to think that there's a lot of there is a lot of evil in the world when you look for it i think when i was younger i would definitely have been able to get into that and in a way kind of feel how can this be right the universe gives you everything when there's things that happen to people which are so awful Mm. and very upsetting and I would have definitely thought yeah what's all this thing about the universe and got a little bit angry probably about that I think as I've got older and I'm not saying you have to get older to feel this it can be any age you might see this we think things are either right or wrong black or white and things happen to people which are not nice and 
and they may never fully get over that. But those things that have happened can often bring many gifts as well. Maybe I, I wonder now whether things are chosen on a soul level. I'm, I sort of a bit more able to accept things a little bit more now and think maybe that diversity is there to, on a soul level, I chose that. Things have happened to me that I look back and I'm grateful for that people, I wouldn't have chosen it. No. And if someone said that's going to happen to you, I'd have been really angry and thought, that's really horrible of the universe to do that. But now having experienced things, I'm really grateful actually because it's made me grow as a soul in my soul. Yeah. And I would not take those lessons back. No. And maybe if I was in a war situation and I was being a nurse and maybe looking after people that have been really hurt, maybe I, maybe those real dark situations can make you see elements of life that I just wouldn't have been given that gift of. So I think we have to see, have to be, try and see that what we consider wrong or even in beautiful things like people who have loads and loads of money and win loads of money, that can also bring so much pain and we would consider that to be a good thing to yeah, happen. Yeah. So I think we just don't know what we're choosing on a soul level. Yeah. So you think, and I agree. So you think that the in before we come to Earth, potentially we could choose the sort of life we have. Yeah, you? I'm a big believer of. I now believe that I don't feel I came from nothing. I no, feel I agree. like, and I do feel when I die, I'm gonna. I feel there's some energy can't die, so I don't feel I'm dying. I'm gonna die. <laughs> so I feel my soul wanted to grow in certain ways and may have and may have. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting a bit deep. No, no. And I, I, I think what you're saying is right. The energy never dies. So because of that, when you die as an energy being, you join another source of energy. Which I mean, yeah, people might not agree with this particular. They might have other beliefs, but I think as a scientific belief, it's kind of. I think they pr- they've got some sorts of science around it now anyway, but I don't know the science or so all the articles. Yeah, I mean, there's loads of science on energy, but I'm talking as like um. Mm. stepping away from belief systems this is kind of scientific in the way that it's we're saying it mm. is that like we're all energy um and so then when you come back to the like the what do you call it like physical realm yeah you're joining it you're joining it with the intention to learn i mean again this might not be everyone's belief system but like joining it in to for your soul to learn in this lifetime and so in this lifetime you might have these lessons whether that be losing someone or going through a difficult scenario for your soul to grow and yeah you just keep coming back and having lessons and good and, yeah. and there's no good or bad to the lessons in a, on a wider scale because you're learning from them and you're growing from them but it's just very painful in this lifetime which obviously without the consciousness of other realities of other lifetimes it feels like the worst thing in the world and it is the worst thing in the world for them at that time but what I'm saying is on a, on a greater scale it's a lesson which I don't know if we're going off to tangent now yeah it's hard to uh, explain how you think about it yourself as well isn't it because uh, it's such a complex yeah belief system and um, we're conscious of the fact that not everybody believes the same things but it's given me a, a lot of um, what can I say? Made me feel a lot calmer in life when I started. Someone said to me, things that go wrong are often the things that go right. So why mm-hmm. is it that 
you're angry about things that haven't gone your way. And I was thinking that really helped me. It changed the way I thought about things. Yeah. So now when things go pear shaped, I think, well, actually, maybe this is going to help me in some way. And often if you look for that silver lining, there is always a silver lining I found. Well, it's a bit like when you don't get a particular job and then you get a better job like a few Mm. weeks later. If you'd have got the job originally, you wouldn't be in that better paid job. So that is an example of what goes wrong goes right. Mm. So... Yeah, I think there's many examples of that out there, like all the time. But some of them we don't get to actually see see because we're not aware of what could have gone wrong or things. I think like- earlier on in my life, I would have let that really get to me, mm-hmm. and it wasn't until I was empowered by the thought that maybe these things that aren't going my way that I think they should go might be helping me. It's allowed me to be a little bit more patient and say, well, okay, maybe not that isn't the you know put a lot of effort into a job saying don't get it and think well all right then maybe I was meant to put all the effort in because it links me up to certain people and then a different job will come along and then sometimes I've found well I have found that or you'll have somebody come and work for you and that doesn't go right but it then has meant that you've evolved the way you are so I've found nothing's a waste yeah um going back to um worthiness then so there are different ways that worthiness can come back into it can be shown throughout our lives um, and how we either display it or ways that we try and hide it and I think firstly like I've noticed a lot in like people pleasing and trying Mm. to do the right thing by people so that you feel liked and then and and also putting their opinions above your own you know if you're in a group of people that you don't feel as worthy as and they're talking about I don't know it's going to be sunny tomorrow and you don't think it's going to be sunny bit of a rubbish example but you'll go oh yeah no I agree it's going to be sunny tomorrow and you like change your belief system around it and it's so I notice when I have been in those situations and it's really annoying because you kick yourself when you do do that don't you like when you feel that you're giving up your real thoughts because you want to be liked and you want to not be the odd one out and then afterwards you come away feeling a bit depleted like why did I do that why did I try and change who I want to be and then we, never, we never really get away with it do we we think in the moment that we're oh well if I blend in with everyone else make them feel happy then I will feel happy and then all that happens is you come away and you feel like you've cheated yourself yeah such a so you don't thing. we don't get away with it yeah um, and then another one would be comparison, which I think is quite a massive one for mm. people of like and the social media age, as we are in at the moment, which can actually be, I think social media can be an amazing place. There's so much on there that can inspire people to do differently. It's created so many different creative outlets now, which I think I love to see the creativeness of, like, I don't know, TikTok, Instagram, whatever it may be. There's so much more availability to do that stuff now. But the comparison factor of people's lives is that you can see so much more. Like you can see, I don't know, someone in America and you're in England, you can see that they've moved house to a bigger house and got two dogs and you really, really want to move house and get two dogs. And you just then start beating yourself up and feel like you're unworthy and you measure your value based on how they're doing. And I don't know why we do that because at the end of the day, we're all on our own journeys and we're all learning things at different times and we've all got different circumstances that we come from so yeah it's it's difficult I often wonder how I would have coped in your age now with the phones and Instagram because I actually think that really could have been quite dangerous for my my emotions and 
my yeah. um, mental well-being because I think it would have really triggered me but I was protected from that and I'm not saying it's wrong because like you're saying there's lots of benefits I think it's quite just quite challenging for people to manage their emotions around all of that all of that information yeah. and like you said comparison and I'm not quite sure how if you're triggered by that how you would yeah you know? especially if you haven't really got that sort um like as such like um I don't know a safety net that you feel like you can turn to whether that be like a family member or if you haven't got if you're at that time you haven't got someone to kind of feel safe with and you're going and you're feeling really triggered by something you're seeing online maybe some I don't know like there's a lot on there that you can kind of search and if you haven't got that to kind of like reset yourself and go back to like you can Mm. feel really vulnerable and I think it kind of it really relates to like the mental health situation mm-hmm. right now and things like that and and although yeah like i said it has got amazing benefits and i think it's definitely like many positives there are also negatives that i think it is like uh, people nowadays kind of ignore because we're so used to it but like you're like you're saying like i didn't like i don't think about it from that perspective like you didn't have any of that when you were growing up we had the magazines d- and things and it was that they were um i can't is it air? What do they do where they make people look perfect? Airbrushing. Airbrushing. And we had that with magazines. And yeah. it, that did. That like was... We had Lady Diana who was at, had an amazing figure. And that did affect me because it. I'm not saying it's her fault or anything like that. <laughs> but it did. That was what I had in... That was what you were being like. Yeah. And she had her beautiful dresses and things. And I looked at that and thought, oh, my God, you know, I want to look like that. Yeah. Um. So there, there was things, but it wasn't like on my phone every second of the day. I think that's the damaging thing. Like most people... People, including me are glued to our phones most of the mm. time they're always with us and someone's posted a video of something that's just happened and within minutes it's got millions of views it, it can have like hundreds and thousands of views because it's tiktok especially is like can be seen so quickly and with that you get so many people's opinions as well and i think that's the difference now like there's not that delay stage of like it, everything's so there like everyone can post videos mm. everyone can be seen doing it as well um, and look what's happened to people. It's almost as I do think things are changing because you see models where where they're more real now with curves and things, mm-hmm. and that is coming more. Yeah, would you agree? Oh yeah, hundred percent. It's definitely getting better in that do you way. Feel it's because... had to go ex- to an extreme first, where then now it's gone to that. This is where the no nothing wrong, nothing right. So it's gone to an absolute extreme, which has upset a lot of people, and now it's causing a change where people are celebrating the reality of shape yeah and i think that's the thing about it why would there not be uh why not show everyone's obviously now nowadays why not show that realness because everyone is so different and it there is it's like um representation to disabilities and all that sort of stuff that we see on tv like until now it's been very limited how much that's been shown but for that that is so important because Mm. it just beforehand it painted such a picture that we were only one way but that's not how the world is and if it was like that it would be boring like I don't want to see a world where everyone looks the same and everyone dresses the same like that's just so boring and I think my argument is why why would everyone want to be the same way like it's think I think it's great that everyone can express their individuality and like all that sort of stuff I think it's really good that it is being more seen but it's definitely got a long way to go yeah it has i i definitely feel that and it it really does bring back to this self-worth thing that 
people are constantly being not made to feel because I, I we've said before haven't we you you know what makes you feel anything that is your own value of yourself that allows you to feel a lack of self-worth however if you're not strong in that area of your belief system mm-hmm. it's really it's and even if you are mm-hmm. strong in the beginning and then you're having all this information fed at you it's hard to to come back from that when you've got filters that make people look amazing in every single way and then no wonder people are going and getting lip jobs and <laughs> I think in some way for some people it does enhance them and I'm not saying it is it's all bad but sometimes you see people who are really beautiful and they've they've gone and done something that then makes them not look real and you think well you were beautiful anyway so yeah but they don't feel anyway, that that's which is- a yeah. They don't feel that. No, I know, but it's all down to self-worth again, yeah. isn't it? And these filters and people like catfish, what they call catfish <laughs> and things. And it's just very know, damaging think, for people. It is damaging. and But I think as well, like for me with having acne, I've had acne for like three years. And when I started being able to see like other people have it online... It, it kind of just, it actually just for a moment just made me feel like, oh, okay, I'm not alone. Like I don't feel so ugly. I I didn't feel ugly, but I didn't, I felt, I didn't feel so like gross for having it. And I didn't feel like what's wrong with me because I saw so many other people have it. And it was like, for so many people, that's what people need is that representation online, like to know that they're not alone in that situation because it actually really does help. And it's like, <clears throat> with the models that are plus size or whatever like for people that the everyday normal people for someone to see that they are wearing clothes that look like them like that's what we need more of and I think it helps people feel worthy with themselves because that's like it shows that other people are like that so yeah I think it is important um and going back to it <laughs> um helping not compare each other because like everyone has their own insecurities everyone has their own issues and actually what we see online isn't always real Mm. um another way of um we compromise our worthiness is making ourselves busy and over scheduling things to feel important and needed and you know i what i find fascinating about that and i've only just come to the realization of it is i always thought when you said a statement like that that you're because you're showing other people, I'm busy, I'm busy. So that means they will think of you as as being worthwhile. But actually, somebody said to me yesterday, have you noticed that you can't take time off because you feel bad in yourself? And I know to other people, this they might think, yeah, of course, you know, that's what I thought it was. But for me, I ne- it wasn't until I, I found the other day, I didn't have anything to do. I sort of caught up with my work and that's quite rare. And I felt like empty Mm. and it was like I didn't know how not to be busy. So your self-worth comes from your workload. And I thought it was just because... And how much you tick off in the day. Like like you measure your success, and I think I'm the same, with how much Mm. you've got done with the day. So if you haven't done anything that day, you feel like worthless and like lazy and all those things that creates a negative impact on your own thoughts. I am not comfortable on spending time on myself. So if I woke up and spent the day having a bath and doing mm-hmm. my hair and then doing nails, that's why my nails are never done, probably, mm-hmm. because I feel bad. I feel like... I feel guilty. I haven't achieved enough. And also to Paul, like if he's been out busy working and then he comes back and I've had this lovely time and I've not done the house or something and the house and I've had a day off, I would feel like I've let him down as well. Yeah. So yeah, it's massive. 
another one of them i suppose that is overworking as well business and overworking come in quite um hand in hand um but perfectionism i think not allowing ourselves to be imperfect and i think i think this one is actually quite apparent for me with like friends let's say or like i don't know if i had my friends over and the house was a bit of a mess like i feel like oh no like it's such a big feeling of like dread because i feel like my my worthiness in certain aspects of my life not all of them but yeah. depends on like how people view me and whether i'm like perfect and i suppose again i guess we could relate that back to like having skin issues acne and stuff it's like because i don't see myself as perfect i'm like putting myself down because i'm not got clear skin i'm like oh they won't like me because i've got bad skin which seems absolutely ridiculous because if someone else had bad skin i'd actually be quite grateful but like do you know what I mean? Like we measure ourselves on how we envision on perfect perfection to be. Do you ever go to anyone's house and they are so relaxed with themselves that I mean they might not be inside. This is a thing we don't know what people yeah. are thinking. But have you ever been to someone's house and the house is quite lived in mm-hmm. and they are just so relaxed and bubbly and everything and you actually really enjoy spending time yeah, with them. Yeah, you just feel so much freer. And then, yeah, and you think, how can you relax, though? How can you really be relaxed when that's not done and the washing up's done, not done? But they are, and, well, they seem it, you don't, like yeah, you say, you know. never know what's going on inside someone. And then myself, I wouldn't enjoy that because I would be, like you're saying, constantly picking on myself, going, oh, you're so crap and you haven't done this and you haven't done that, and not really being relaxed. Whereas when my house is tidy and someone comes in, I feel on top of the world. Mm, I know. <laughs> I've is. got life sussed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my clean house. Yeah, and I and I can't cope when it's messy. Yeah, no, I know. I can... I feel the same. It's funny. But it's in different areas. I mean, obviously, I don't have my own house to kind of relate that to. But then even if I do invite my friends over and, I don't know, the house is a bit of a mess, the dogs have been wet and, like, walked all over the floor. I'm like, oh, God. It's funny, isn't it? Yeah, because is it right to say, well, can we train ourselves to be more relaxed in a more untidy atmosphere? But then I don't think I'd really feel, you know, I was talking before about how important it is to feel that really Mm. good feeling and bouncy feeling that you get when you are on top of things. So is it a balance that we have to learn? I don't know, you know. Yeah, I I think there's a balance. Because if things are out of control, I feel out of control. Yeah, I think that goes down to like how your space is. It's like your mind is a mm-hmm. reflection of your space. So I think there's got to, there's, for, I mean, it'll be different for different people, I'm sure. But for me and probably you, like, I want to have a tidy space because I feel good when I've got a tidy space. I yeah. feel organized. I feel like I can, like, I feel comfortable in the space. But then there's a, there's a line of being like, if it's a, like, if it's, two cups out of place and like what does it matter Mm. like yeah I think there is a line it's learning what works for you because some people might not I think for me at the moment my answer would be everything boils back for me of how it's very very important of how I feel how I feel is going to be the basis of everything so if I feel good then my day is going to be good the way I am with people is going to be good and that's not saying I can't cope with things going wrong because Mm. I've also got to learn how to accept this black and white thing that yeah. is just not black or white it's just cream and um, grey <laughs> <or> grey 
<laughs> and, uh, um, so if I I've got to keep working on that I think um, for me managing how I feel about myself is extremely important and if I know things make me feel good then it's worth working at mm-hmm. it so what are sort of ways that you would improve your self-worth are there anything that you do or you've been mindful of that has helped yes so knowing that if I get up when the alarm goes off then it makes me feel good. So like sticking to things that you, like tasks that you've given yourself, sticking to them. Yeah. So self-discipline. Yeah, I think self-discipline is a really important one because that is like showing up for yourself. Mm. Like if you said to yourself, you're going to go to the gym three times a week and you don't do that, you're going to feel like you haven't given yourself the opportunity to show up for yourself. I think for me lately, I've been thinking a lot about it's all right to not want to do stuff and do it anyway. Because if you wait for yourself to... I think humans want to feel good all the time right now. They don't want to wait. Yeah. And I find that I often fall into that category. So I'll always... I would say 99.9% of the time we'll keep going for the instant good feeling now. When I've started to really sort of question myself and say, well, all right, be uncomfortable now for the next 20 minutes and then you can feel really good about yourself. And so I'm really trying to... Would that be, what's sort of an example of that? Um Probably, well, the other day I knew things needed to be done around the house, didn't want to do it. Yeah. And what actually what I did was quite good because I thought you you do need to do it. And I was really sort of having this like little fight going on inside of me. Yeah. And then I put music on, I put um, my, my um, ear pod thingy, AirPods, AirPods in. <laughs> and I had this great music. And you know what? I just got so much done. And I found a way of doing things where I didn't really want to do it still. But then because I had the music and then I felt amazing. Yeah. Who were you listening to? Oh, I was listening to all the latest hits and stuff. And uh, <laughs> Miley Cyrus and Taylor Swift. It's become and, a Taylor Swift and Miley yeah, Cyrus Yeah, lo- loved fan. it. And then the boys were getting really annoyed because kept singing. And they were like, Yeah, but you sing you with just- your AirPods on so no one else can hear the song. And you're going, <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I, I sound awful. And they just kept giving me really disgusting looks. They say, shut up. Another <laughs> annoying thing is when we're trying to talk to you, you're in the room and you're like, what? Well, I can't hear you. I'm like, take out your AirPod. Like, take it out. Yeah, so chat, sort of finding ways of enjoying what you're going to do, but doing it anyway. So that was helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it I, wasn't painful, even though I thought it was going to be really I painful. Know, it wasn't that painful. Sometimes the things that you want, you don't want to do. You know, have you ever agreed to do something with a friend or anyone, really? Like, maybe, I don't know. So last night I went to a meditation class and... um and at first, the you know when you, it's nothing to do with the meditation class at all. I loved it, but you know when you get in that like kind of like oh I just want to be I just want to be lazy now. I just want to like chill, and you don't want to have to go somewhere. And then and then when you actually do it, you actually love it, and you think why did I hold myself back like that? Like I knew I didn't. It wasn't the, the thing I was going to do. It was just me being lazy, and I'm holding myself back. So sometimes it's really like having to kind of just push yourself out of those out of those like moments of being lazy or like not wanting to do the thing you want to do because you actually do enjoy it much more than you think you are or even if you know you're going to enjoy it but it's just like pushing past because I think a lot of us can just be in that like stagnant energy of not wanting to move forward. Someone said something to me once about 
the next decision you're making, is it really loving? Is it a real loving decision to make for yourself? Oh, that's a good way of looking at it. And I sometimes do question myself and go, is this really loving for you right now? That could be done in so many ways as well. Yeah. Like, go and do it. Go and eat something that you've don't really need to eat say if i feel like my hair needs to be washed and dried and it takes such a long time because it's quite thick i don't want to do it and i think no 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 and then i know that later on i'm going to feel crap yeah and then i'm like is this the best loving decision for yourself right now and i'm like get in the shower now the thing i find the most (laughs) hardest is waking up without snoozing my alarm which i know you've mentioned that is my number one yeah difficult task because a lot of the time a lot of the time with like other things you can be a bit more not always but you can be a bit more critical to the, like the, mm. the choice you're going to make whereas waking up in the morning it's such a like you're not really conscious so it's hard to make that decision and I find it so difficult and I'll end up snoozing and I've got such a bad habit now of snoozing automatically because it's such an automatic response that I just snooze about eight or ten alarms mm. to the point where I just don't even wake up sometimes it's really bad um but yeah, it's really hard to be conscious in those moments. Yeah. Another thing I think is important is being aware of things you're saying to yourself and how you speak to yourself. Yeah. Because, I mean, actually you do it quite a lot and you'll say, oh, I don't know. like I'm so fat. <laughs> yeah, you'll go, oh, my little fatty. And I'm going, mum, don't speak to yourself like that because... Like, there's actually that's not true, and even so, like, you don't. The point is, is that you speaking to yourself like that is negative because mm-hmm. you're trying to be hurtful to yourself. And another one, or someone else has said to me, Oh, like, I'm, I'm rubbish, I can't do that, or oh, I'm weird, I'm stupid. Like, all these negative ways of looking at yourself is not empowering at all, and it just constantly eats away at your self worth, and then that relates to how you show up to yourself, uh, show up to the world. So yeah. And if we really think about it, nobody does anything. I, You could argue this on some level, but I think the majority of people don't mean, none of us mean to do anything bad. We're all doing our best. Yeah. I think it's just being more aware of the sort of ways we're talking to ourselves. I think sometimes we've had a row with someone and you've got really heated and then you come away from it and you think, and I've said it myself before and I'm like, oh, I'm really horrible. Yeah. And it's not true because in that moment when I was wound up, I was doing and saying what I felt for the right reasons. But then when you come away from it, you think, oh, maybe I did get a bit angry. Mm -hmm. And then you start picking on yourself saying, oh, I'm really... And it may be that I just felt like I was not coping in the moment very well and I've just let rip sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And then it is afterwards you then have a go at yourself when really it's that having that compassion for yourself, thinking I was doing my best. Yeah. So yeah, it's all there's all there's so much in this actually. It's such a big topic. As a bit of a reflection from the last week, we wanted to talk about um two questions that we're gonna ask each other every week as a bit of a reflection. So the first question, which mum's gonna give a bit of an explanation to. So, in what way have you purposely created your reality this week? Do you wanna give a bit of a backstory to that question? Yeah, so the reason we called the podcast Chapters is because we believe as souls, we have the opportunity to create our own reality and we have all sorts of different experiences coming along. Some we class as good and bad and like grey that Liv said. Mm -hmm. And these are all opportunities that are inspiring us to be where we have the opportunity to be as creative or not be so creative in the moment. So this is just a little story that might help you. I I feel like we 
I've never been educated on how powerful we are as humans, our power mm-hmm. as creators. We are, every, if you think of everything as energy, we, we can manipulate energy. And if everything's energy and our vibration and energy is at certain levels, different levels, then we're going to create different things. So for instance, hope this means something to people. So Olivia and I, we're aware of this creating our own reality, but don't really and still don't really do it enough. Mm-hmm. We're not we're not experts at all. This whole podcast is us learning with our listeners to learn to create our own reality. So we're in we're learning with, along with you. So we went along to uh, an appointment and this car park we went to is always a bit difficult to get a car parking space anyway. Mm-hmm. And we went along and although we know this stuff about emotions create your reality, we don't really still practice it enough. No. We don't. And so we um, went to the car park and there was no car parking spaces and our appointment was coming up and we were thinking, oh my God, and it was all getting a bit tense and time was ticking on. And then I just suddenly remembered out of the blue and said to Olivia, thing is, if what, I, what we've listened and learned is if you get out ahead of the situation and you create the emotion as if it's already happened. So me and Olivia decided to have a little bit of fun in the car. And I said to Olivia, mm-hmm. let's pretend, let's get out ahead of this situation and pretend we've already got the car parking space. It's already happened and create that reality around us. So we were just talking to each other, sat there. Nobody was coming to any of the parked cars. There was no one around. And I just started saying to Olivia, oh, how did it feel to get the car parking space as if we'd already car we'd already parked and we were on our way to our appointment and we started having a bit of a laugh with each other and instantly as soon as we started doing that this person started walking towards their car and we were saying stuff like oh doesn't it feel so free that we so easily drove into the space and then it was just available for us and we started trying to create the emotions around the freedom of being able to park and then immediately this person started to come let and drove out the car parking space. So what I'm trying to say here is, is if we get out ahead of things, um, say that some, um, we're going to go shopping and we want a nice experience. If we focus and we think about how we're going to feel, we're more likely to have a better experience and create a reality. Some might listen to this and think it's a load of rubbish, but hopefully the right people, the people who want to learn from this are listening and have been inspired to listen. So I hope another, I, another I don't way, know whether I've explained it well. Yeah, you did explain it well. Another way of looking at it is like, it's it's a bit like the visualisation technique where you visualise... Um, so a lot of people might visualize how they spend their day so that could be like what meals they're going to pick because it is scientifically proven that if you um visualize what you do you're like there's some sort of percentage more likely to actually do that thing because it's like mental rehearsal so although it is to do with manifestation and visualization it is, there is actually like scientific backing to that information so whether whether it is used as a getting ahead of it as a more of a spiritual way of looking at it you can also use it in a getting ahead of like how you are your behavior because if you're if you've imagined yourself like you've got two options an unhealthy meal or a healthy meal and you want to go towards a healthy meal and you visualize yourself eating that's that nourishing food that's really good for you as opposed to something that's like low in nutrition and not going to do good for you but tastes good 
if you've visualized ahead of it, you're more likely to go for the one that's more nutritious because you've mentally rehearsed that previously. So it doesn't have to be. I didn't know that. It doesn't have to be so spiritually aligned, no. although I obviously believe that and agree. And if I've had like meetings and stuff before, I'll um, try and visualize it going really well and their reaction. And a lot of the time, if not all the time, it does end up fairly on, on aligned with what I've imagined. And if it hasn't, it's probably because I needed a lesson from what they've taught me that was different. So... Yeah, I think that is what we mean by creating ahead of your reality of what you're doing. So as a question, we're going to ask each other every week, what's something that we have created, purposefully, purposefully created for reality that week to be more aware of what things that we are doing and to inspire others to be more creative of their own reality? So, mum, do you have so anything? So for me... And it, this hasn't worked out 100%, but I decided at the beginning of last week that I was struggling with eating mm-hmm. and to get out ahead of it. And I only did this in a sort of half-hearted way, though. So mm-hmm. that's probably why I've gone and got half-hearted results. So I thought, right, you're struggling with eating. So get ahead, meal prep, and have the intention to to eat in a way that will make me feel good about myself. But then I left it at that. So I got half results. And that makes sense to me, actually, because when I think back, I think you didn't really commit and go, I'm going to do this tomorrow. And actually, maybe because of the way that I was in, I've been in such a momentum of just grazing and doing what the hell I like and feeling crap or, you know, keep going in this cycle that for me to get off, it's like a train on a track that like I think I've spoke about that before, where the momentum is so big that for me to stop that, maybe I do need, actually, it's making me realize I probably just need to spend a bit more time on the focus mm. bit and prepping. But I did try and yeah. it did get me so that's what I did try to do is I meal prepped and I half stuck to that well that's not a bad that's not a bad start yeah and it did make me feel better perfection yes and it's taught me it's taught me that you can't just do hard if you if you're really struggling with something you probably do need to be more willing to give it a little bit more focus also I think with everything having too much being too rigid about it can make it actually go the opposite way because when you are trying to be so perfect about something after a while, it just makes you go, oh, I can't do this anymore. Whereas if you're a bit more like, oh, nothing, nothing's wrong, nothing's right. I, I'm, I'm trying it. I'm experimenting. If I get to eat more vegetables and be more nutritious to my body, that's great. But for now, I'm experimenting with it and it's coming. Like, yeah. So it's not so a bad So what thing. did you do? So for me, I have started a new acting class over the last two weeks and I have made a conscious decision that I'm going to show up for myself fully and fully invest um, myself into the acting class because in the past I've not been very, I've, I've, uh, like, so, like, half heartedly shown up. And what I mean by showing up is like, being true to myself, like confidence, like I've held myself back because of nerves and stuff. And the more I get experience with everything, I've just, that has massively changed over the time. Like I'm completely different in my approach to these things now. But one thing I did say to myself is that I want to be true to, like I, I don't want to hold myself back because of fear. So to get ahead of myself, I was imagining myself showing up to these acting classes as the true confident future self me, you know, um, as my best self how I see my future self be in the perfect scenario mm. of an acting class and 
it helped because going into the acting class when I may have shied away from starting a conversation with someone that I'd never met before, I was a bit more like, no, come on, I've thought about this. I'm going to be more confident. And I also think I went there with more of an open energy, just open and light. Like if someone, I smiled at people, which I probably wouldn't normally have, I've been a bit more, don't get eye, have eye contact. And I think although like there's always room for improvement, I think I did a pretty good job of being like I did I did it really helped and I think um it's something that's kind of been because I started off like that it's been really helpful to kind of like keep that energy up because I'm kind of like that's how I feel in that room if you know what I mean like the confidence has kept coming because I've started in that way so for me that was really good that's really good yeah um so the second question is what do you feel like you could have done differently this week to maybe improve it or just in in you know hindsight what do you think you could have improved I'm not really sure really because it's whether I'd have been willing to do it I think (laughs) yeah but now you know now I know I think I just need to take a bit more time out for myself Mm -hmm. it's back to that thing of being busy all the time it's almost like quite selfish in a self selfish way of me wanting to um soothe my ego all the time of Mm -hmm. I want to feel good about myself so busy 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 but it's really difficult because I get such a kick out of getting ahead of stuff do you think like do you mean like being more um like being willing to even just sit still for 10 minutes mm. and and meditate or there's a couple of times I stayed in bed when the alarm went off because that's why I mentioned it and Mm -hmm. I knew that by doing that I was going to be late and I did it three times on the run Mm. and I got out of bed and I was like annoyed and thinking oh my god I'm behind I'm behind and I just wasn't willing even though I'd done it two days before on the third time I still did it because it was like there's two parts of me and the child in me was like Mm -hmm. let's stay here longer and the other one was like oh yeah but you'll be annoyed and then the child was like I don't care Mm-hmm. So it's like trying to listen to the adult part of me and trying to know maybe that, I don't know, there's lots and lot I could go on and on. There's so many areas that I could probably be improving, but I'm not going to beat myself up about it. Because no, there's no need to beat yourself up. No. It's, just a, it's just a time for reflection so that you can go into the next week being more aware of what something you could improve because reflection yeah. is key. In I've been, way. I was saying to you before, wasn't I? I feel like at the moment I've been going through quite a picking on myself time. Mm, self-sabotage. About everything, about the way I eat, the everything. Like, I've just been struggling a little bit lately. Yeah. But at least you're aware of it. That's the first yeah. step. Yeah, yeah. For me, um, I feel, I'm a bit similar to you in the fact that I think recently I've been struggling with um, just like, having a purpose for every day which has been kind of struggling making me struggle to wake up with like bouncing out of bed which comes and goes obviously but recently I've been struggling to when the when it's time to wake up feeling like I want to get out of bed because I'm just not another day which sounds really negative but it's that initial like having to face that you know what I mean when you wake up it's quite hard to come out of this lovely dreamy state of being in a warm comfy bed and think oh god I'm gonna actually like admit that I need to go and do some things and Mm. I think it's just the the kind of space I'm in at the moment I'm in a bit of a in-between moment of life which I think there's definitely benefits to and probably something that we could cover because it's such an important area of life and a pattern that I notice actually more and more as I go into my time on earth time on it (laughs) yeah it's just a pattern that I'm starting to notice comes up now and again but it's a hard one and I think like 
actually it's definitely something we should talk about because I think it a lot of people will have felt like this it's just that time in life when you feel as if like you know you've got you've got somewhere you want to be and you've just finished something really good but now you're in a moment of being like I don't really know what I'm doing, but I'm kind of trying to work it out, but I don't really know what the route is. Do you know, like that kind of in-between space, you're trying, yeah. trying to figure it all out. And from that, I'm really struggling to wake up in the morning and bounce out of bed and be like chirpy. And... Do you think it's like fear, quite fear? Yeah, it probably is. I was thinking about this, just a quick one to speak about. It's... um. It's like all of us, really, isn't it? No, there's no clear path. Mm-hmm. And when you really feel that you need that clarity of where you're going, it gets quite scary. Yeah, it does get scary. But if you think about it, whose life has got it clear? Who's got it? Who's got that clear? And is it people that like you, people like Alan Sugars and the people like um, Richard Branson? Did they not care? Does Elon Musk not care that he can't see that whether his rocket's going to take off or not, or whether <laughs> he's going to what the next stage is? Yeah. Do they just go? Do they just go fearlessly and go? I don't care where this ends up. I'm just going to be positive. I'm just going to ha- take big, massive, positive strides every day, regardless. Mm-hmm. I don't know because it's like I feel that unless I can see where I'm going and what that path looks like, and whether I've got pretty much good chance of it being seventy percent okay i want to stay in bed everyone must struggle with this sort of yeah i think everyone does but people either don't discuss it like we're discussing it now or they just don't you know we're not in each is other's it back lives. to self-worth that if you just feel so worthy and you're so strong in that that you wouldn't be as affected is that is that mm, it i don't know i don't know if it's down to self-worth <laughs> I think most of it's fear-based, which can be related to self-worth, yeah, because mm. then you're thinking, like, why are you not worthy of that? Because you don't believe you're good, good enough mm. for it. So, yeah, I suppose it does relate back to that, but but it's like a social construct to have it, have to have everything figured out all the time. And if you don't have everything figured out, it's like it's like with me and work. Like, I work in a self... I'm self-employed, so when I'm not working, I feel this massive guilt of not working. But when I am working, I'm like, oh, I wish I'd appreciated that time off now because... So it's almost like another program we run, isn't it? We pick up these programs along the way and we just keep believing them and running them. Mm-hmm. And it's just a belief system. It is. It's all belief systems. Yeah. But yeah, so going back to the question, I think <laughs> differently this week, I need to just maybe actually, in reflection to what I've just said, not be so judgmental to myself and try and get up earlier because it makes me feel better because I feel more accomplished in the day, but not be hard on myself if I don't. I've got a, a set a quote that I heard the other day that might help you get out of bed. I know what you're going to say. Go on. Do you know it? No, you, you say it first and I'll say it first. It's right there. I might not get it completely right, but I saw it. I'm probably on Facebook again. And it said something along the lines of, if you could go back 20 years, you would go back. You would do anything you could to go back 20 years and relive your life 20 years ago. So make sure you make the most of today. Something like that. That's quite nice, but it's also quite scary. I also know a quote, this might not be great for people to hear, but I'm going to say it because it might kick you up. (laughs) Kick you to wake you up. But like if you spent, if you woke up two hours earlier every day, you would have another like 14 hours in a week. That's like nearly a full half a day. Oh my God. Yeah. And that's just two hours every day where you can like have as your own obviously that's not if you're getting up at like stupid o'clock in the morning but I'm talking about like say if you're getting up for work at the last moment and you could wake up and have like enjoy your morning because I'm at the moment just getting up whenever I feel like it 
Because yeah. I don't really, it's not like you really. You, you've, no, I thrive on waking up in the morning. It's my favorite time of the day. I'll go outside and read my book. Like it's my favorite time of the day. As soon as it hits like 12 o'clock, I feel, I don't know why, maybe it's just that, you know, having to always do something. I feel like anxious that the day's going. But before like 10, I feel like amazing. Have you ever noticed that little children don't have these problems, that they can't wait to jump out of bed and start create mm-hmm. reliving their life because they don't have all these expectations of themselves or they're not striving and yeah. they're not trying all they want to do is play and life is there for us to get up and create and play okay, yeah. but we and if we were little children again we wouldn't stay in bed we'd be like come on let's go yeah i remember getting up at six as a kid thinking why are my parents so annoying and they're still in bed yeah and now i'm like that, like that. <laughs> it's funny our whole mindset changes We hope you've enjoyed it and we would love any feedback. And, and tag us in anything that you share. It'll be do you know what I would love to do with the listeners sometime? I would love to do like a Zoom or something where we could like, like a have like a, like a workshop where people can, where we can share things and talk and actually get people's reaction to the mm. things, the topic, get their take on the topic and learn together. Yeah, that would be a good idea. Mm. So if you want that, let us know Mm -hmm. and um, keep creating amazing chapters of your lives. (laughs) Goodbye.